listening to A Quiet Mind. A Quiet Mind is brought to you in part by listeners like you. To continue bringing you these podcasts, we need your support. If you or a loved one benefits from these podcasts, please make a contribution today. We have several ways for you to contribute, starting at only $1. And remember, any amount makes a difference. So please take a moment and visit aquietmind.com forward slash donate. Thank you, and thank you for listening. Here we are again, you and I, sitting on this uh, rock that's hurtling through space at a bajillion miles an hour, filled full of liquid hot magma that we call Earth. And what exactly are we doing here? Our topic, our series, is transformation. And I've been going through a transformation, as I'm sure that you all have. And, um, you know, just being watchful, watching myself like, um, you know, we've talked about, Silent Observer. And uh, many things that I have observed over the last several weeks that we have spoken with each other. Um, I have been sick had a bad case of bronchitis and a sinus infection, kept me out of work, kept me from being able to share with you. And, uh, I don't know, showed me a lot of things. And one of the interesting things that's been going on with me is to try to find a quiet place to be able to talk with you because of the, you know, the place where we live now and you know, me sitting here inside of my funny little recording booth again, still, you know, it's it's loud. There's always some kind of noise going on while I'm trying to talk to you. Regardless of that, we shouldn't let that stop us. Because really, we're all surrounded by, you know, chaos. This is a pretty chaotic world. I did something that I don't normally do, especially starting off my day, and watched the news today because we have a fire that's not very far from us in the Santa Cruz Mountains. And it's a pretty devastating fire. We're all, you know, we're very concerned. And, and I just wanted to see if it had gotten close to uh, some of the people that um, I know that are up in the Zendo and Santa Cruz Mountains. Fortunately, for now, they're safe. But I just wanted to be informed a little bit about the fire and wanted to know... Um, where it was moving in which way, because it is actually close enough to us. And now we're pretty much filled with, you know, smoke outside when I was walking the dogs, very smoky. So <clears throat> I'm watching the news and, um, wow, I'm, I'm really happy that I don't watch the news very often. I'm, I must tell you, I'm very happy that I am not an informed individual and I'm not up to date with what's going on currently, uh, as far as wars in other countries, famines, sicknesses, storms, um, you know, the next high school shooting, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, because, wow, we live in a crazy world, <laughs> don't we? Yeah, we do. And it's really funny to just kind of be observant of that and just watchful and not try to be critical and not try to judge too much, but just just in a in a very neutral observation, I can attest to the fact that this place is nuts. <laughs> and, you know, what are we doing here? And 
And here we are, you know, doing this practice and we expect, I'm sure, I'm sure that some of you or most of you have expected to be able to reap some benefits from the practice of looking deeper, you know, gaining more insight, learning how to quiet the mind, extending those gaps of silence in order to, gosh, get a break. <laughs> That's probably one of the best reasons to sit down like I'm doing right now, on the cushion, and just get a break. Because even when we're sleeping, our minds are busy, they're spinning. I don't know about you, but I have some crazy dreams, and I'll wake up, and and the dreams have left this residual taste in my mouth that if I don't go and sit and meditate or, you know, do some mindful walking that morning, that that dream will kind of, you know, um, paint a picture for the, the day and the mood. So... Being very conscious of that, I will go out and do a mindful walk, or if I can, I'll sit and get quiet for a little while or come back to my breathing. One of the you know many techniques that we've spoken about. Um, so the only time, the point I'm making is really the only time to be able to get a break from it all is to sit and not necessarily quiet the mind because that's quite a task. <laughs> But to just sit, concentrate on your breathing for a while, bring your attention to that and focus on that, it really gives us a break. And we all need one. We need to have some deep relaxation because, depending upon our lifestyle, but because of the nature of our lifestyle, because of the nature of the world and the nature of the universe, this is... Uh, um, to say the least, you know, we're we're here together, but we're on this crazy ball made up of, uh, you know, lava and hot gases and water and all of these crazy elements, and we're we're hurtling through space. We're we're in this uh, crazy thing that we call a universe, and we're, we're we're I guess we're out on the end of that universe, and there's stars all around us, and you know we're completely dependent upon, and this is one thing that. When I realized it the other day, I was I was just aghast. And I had to write it down, and I, I wrote down the simple phrase, you know, uh, it worries me that we're dependent upon a fiery, burning ball of gas that's light years away. <laughs> and in just that statement, you can you can see how this echoes not this echoes throughout um, our universe, our planet. Um, the nature that surrounds us, ourselves, our spirit, um, our minds especially, um, that straining or searching or looking for some sense of stability or some solid ground or some, you know, rooted feeling. And it, it, it doesn't amaze me to see that what we've created around us really is based a lot upon the fact that we understand now even more just exactly how crazy this existence is, how impossible it is, and really just how um, ungrounded it seems. This is all seemingly. This, is, this, of course, comes from the mind analyzing the situation, uh, taking it apart, trying to figure out how it all works. You know, it seems like the more we know, 
the worse off we are. And the more we practice sometimes, the worse it seems to get as well. And that's the point that I'm, that, that I'm coming to here in this series of transformation is I think, you know, I, I've asked a couple of people that are, you know, listeners that I communicate with often, listeners of the podcast, and uh, ask them, what what kind of topic do you think that we should, or, or what kind of things do you should bring, we should bring up in this topic of transformation? And one listener brought up, you know, uh, maybe that we need to simplify that we need to go back. And, and I know a lot of you have been with me during this two-year conversation here, but some people are new, came in halfway, or some people are just listening this time for the first time. So it probably really is a good idea taking, you know, his suggestion and going back to the foundation of a quiet mind. And the foundation really started with the first podcast was about accepting what is so. And within that podcast, I mentioned the seven spiritual steps to a quiet mind. And over the course of time in 60-some-odd podcasts here, I certainly have mentioned more than seven things. And also, if I could you know, only choose seven things that I think brought a, a quiet mind or, or really brought us into that space where we can extend that gap of silence better, they would be these, and and I'm going to have to look at my paper here. Um, starting off with acceptance. Now let me just read through all of them here quickly. So acceptance being number one of the seven spiritual steps to a quiet mind. Then forgiveness, empathy, compassion, silence, insight, and love. And I don't know if this is really in any particular order, but I think that this would be really wonderful for us. And uh, I promise I'll, I'll come in and do this um, regardless of the recording situation, that we should take each one of these for the next seven weeks. And I'll, I promise I'll podcast um, every week. And we will look at them in depth. And we will look at how we can really put those steps uh, into our life and into our practice and in just to our daily experience. Because I know I've been doing a lot of talking and going, you know, in depth on a lot of different things. But I really do agree with this listener in the fact that we need to have this foundation. Um, just to start with, anyway, I mean, once we've got it and we get it, we can let go of these steps as well. But for right now, I don't know about you, but I certainly do like to fall back on these, and I do often. Because, as I was saying before, when we look around at our earth and what's going on, I don't know about you, but I get very, very concerned. And also, one of the things that um, I notice is it's very, very hard for me to accept what I see around me. I mean, from everything to the, from the price of gasoline to, for instance, we had some people that were on strike the other day, uh, a picket line in front of work. And here they were, these um, janitors who are, you know, very hardworking people. I, I've done it myself, too. I've, I've done janitorial work. So, so is my dad. 
And so I know what the work is like. And I'm telling you, it's not very nice because, you know, you have to clean up after people and it can be very dirty. And it's a it's a very difficult job. And But also at the same time, it's a very beautiful job if in the right state of mind as in serving. Uh, regardless of that, uh, I really felt very upset that these people had to pick it because I think the thing was uh, that they they were picketing because they had their health insurance was just not adequate enough for them and their families. And I know this is an issue for a lot of people. So this was very hard for me to accept as, you know, that these people actually not only do they have a very difficult job that they have to go to every day, but also they're serving us and they're probably hardly ever recognize at the wonderful job they do. And then they have to uh, go out and publicly try to um, educate us in the fact that they are not, not only do they have inadequate salaries, but they have inadequate health coverage. So that's very hard for me to accept. That's also hard for me to accept um, when I see, and I work with, um, I work with a group that I'll just mention them. They're, they're called Amazon Cares, and it's a wonderful group. And Molly had started this where they um, help uh, dogs that um, are, you know, stray dogs in the Amazon. They help them. They give them veterinary care. They, it's a no-kill place. They give them a place to live, and then they adopt them out. So it's Amazon Cares. Just a little plug for Molly. And AmazonCares.org is the website. But I look at this and see what's happening with those dogs and the suffering that they're going through. And wow, that's hard for me to accept. That's extremely hard for me to accept to see, uh, uh, you know, quote unquote, a helpless animal that's suffering. You know, I, my heart goes out. I, I want to help. I'm also frustrated because of the 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 lack of attention that's given to these animals and also the cruelty that they endure from people um, on a day-to-day basis. Some of them are mistreated. Some of them are, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're teased, they're taunted, they're tortured. And it, it breaks my heart to see this. Very, very difficult for me to accept. Another thing that's difficult for me to accept is war and how, you know, we are actually killing people um, in the name of whatever, whatever. And I don't want to go too deeply into that, but wow, that's hard for me to accept. You know, a very, very hard thing to accept. So the reason I'm bringing all of this up is that acceptance is a big one. And it's one that I constantly come back to in each podcast. So what a wonderful one for us to review to start again with um, for the next seven, seven weeks. Let's start with acceptance. Why do we want to accept um, these terrible things? Or how, how can we work with accepting these things that we look about and they're terrible? You know, that, that, not only that, but I can bring up too that, that, you know, in San Francisco, whenever we go up there, I, I see all the homeless people. And they're really wonderful if you've, if you sit and talk with them, one day Tanya and I met um, a young lady who had two dogs, and you know we sat down and talked with her for a while. What what a wonderful person! Here she was, you know, in a in a difficult situation um, with these two really beautiful dogs, and you know obviously she needed help, 
and uh, I'm not going to judge why the help was needed, etc. Something right in front of me is happening. So in that moment, I can choose what the proper response is. And this has been um, a topic that's been going on at the Zendo that I, that I go and sit at. Um, the appropriate response in that moment when we see someone helpless or in need of help, how do we know how to respond appropriately, especially when we are, it's very, very hard for us to accept the fact that this person, this being, or this animal, this sentient being, is, is in pain or is suffering right in front of us. What do we do? Is there ever enough money in our pockets to help everyone we see and everyone that is suffering? Obviously, the answer is absolutely not. So what do we do in those circumstances? How do we accept something that is in our face like that that seems completely unreasonable? And we know how they're feeling because we have empathy. That's another one of the seven spiritual steps to a quiet mind. We know because we have suffered and we are suffering now. We look on the face of someone, we can see their suffering. So we want to react, we want to respond, we want to do something. But what is the right response? So let, we're going to work with that. We're going to work with acceptance and seeing, taking the things around us, looking at them with insight, which is another step in a quiet mind. So in other words, what I'm saying is, we must go a little deeper than the surface emotions or thoughts or feelings that are expressed whenever we're confronted with something that is difficult for us to accept, whether it be an outburst from someone or a, 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 a nasty look. This morning, for instance, I'm walking my dogs, and a woman turned to me and gave me the, the, the harshest look. Woo. Man, is that hard to accept. But, you know, I saw... In this moment, this is how I worked it, regardless if this is right or wrong. I want the knee-jerk reaction to be, you know, hey, why are you looking at me like that? What, what the hell? <laughs> you know, but what happened was right before I could say that, what the hell, I, I was able to, you know, accept that, you know, here, here was a look. Don't, don't put any label on it. It's just a look. Um, and this doesn't work for me every time, <laughs> but it happened to work this time. And suddenly, the insight that I got was, oh, this woman needs me to smile. What she really needs, she's having a tough time, whatever, but what I'm going to do is just smile back. And not expecting her to smile back, but just accepting in that moment, here is another human being, for whatever reason, reacting, and I can know that, hey, I do that too. You know, I make a bad face, I raise my voice, I lose my temper. In moments, I do things like that. And I can see through insight, why do, why do I react like that? Well, I'm having trouble accepting what's so, what's happening right now. I have resistance to whatever is occurring in the moment, okay? I'm resisting. Or I'm frustrated, angry, upset, I've been hurt. There's an emergency. I'm in a hurry. There could be all different reasons when I may react um, with what, what may be deemed an inappropriate response. 
So, turning it around, I can see that this person right now, this other sentient being, you know, needs me to help them give, give a little smile. That's it. So that's where acceptance can, can bring us up to that level. It can, and, and I'm not saying we're superior because we're able to smile because someone has made a sourpuss face at us. That's not what this is about. This is, this is about just elevating our level of awareness. That's all we're doing in this practice, just elevating the level of awareness. And the awareness is always brought back to the self because that's where we have the best reference is by looking at ourself. So when we look at ourself and we, we see what are these things that I just cannot accept, okay? Make a list. Go down the list and then say, why? Why can't I accept, accept these things? Why not? Write down. Why can't I accept that there is war and people are being killed right now? Why can't I accept it? Write it down. Write it down the list. Why can't I accept that there are homeless people that need help and food and they are suffering and they have nowhere to live and no one gives a damn? Write down. Write it down. Why can't I accept the fact that I lose my temper? Look at the things that you can't accept right now. Why do we do that? Why do we seem to be focusing on the negative? It's much easier to see things like that than it is to see things that are below that. It's almost like we have to dig our way down and create a little cave inside of acceptance. So we'll, we'll be able to see from the inside out, at the origin, at the core, what acceptance is all about, what it really means then we can be able to start to turn turn around you know how we're feeling about things and what we want to look at is when i cannot accept what is so saying the homeless situation that we have i can't accept that the fact the government the city the county the people aren't doing anything to help them i i i have i can't accept that when we do that we want to examine that when we do that, what exactly is occurring within us not accepting what is so. It has always been so, and it may always be so, that there are people that are homeless, suffering on the streets without any food. Why can't we accept this? We're going to look deeply within our resistance to what is so, what is happening right now. Can we use that so-called non-acceptance of what is so to respond appropriately? In other words, are we going to balance what we believe is right and wrong? In other words, people shouldn't be homeless and they shouldn't be hungry and starving and without income. I can't accept that this is happening. I can't accept that there are people that are suffering right now. Beyond my suffering, I suffer. I have my own suffering, and sometimes it feels insurmountable. It feels like I am, I am 50 feet underwater with uh, 500 tons of pressure per square inch. <laughs> because, and, and, and you'll see that when we start to look at this 
there's an amazing transformation that happens within accepting what is so. But let's just take a nibble of it right now. We don't want to go too deep. I know I have a tendency to go really quickly to the so-called outcome. And really, the only way to really learn something and own it and make it your own is for you to be able to experience it in your own unique and specific way. In other words, you draw your own conclusions through the outcomes that come through putting this idea into practice. We're putting acceptance under the the microscope. We're going to look at it really, really closely. We want to know it from the inside out. We want to know the, the, you know, I don't want to label positive negative, but let's just throw that in there so we can have a dialogue about it. What's, what's positive about it? What's negative about it? What, how should I respond in these situations when I cannot accept what is going on? Let's talk about the resistance that comes up in non-acceptance. And it also doesn't have to be something outside of yourself. But that's a good example. It's a good place for us to start. Look at something that you really cannot accept. You cannot believe it's happening, and it drives you insane. Take that thing that's in your life. It can be you know, a circumstance outside of your direct life, such as the fact of high gas prices or you know, President Bush's policy on whatever, uh, plastic bags that are being, you know, thrown all over the place and getting caught up in turtles and fish, uh, you know, like me, the, the thing with the dogs in the Amazon that are suffering and seeing the homeless people. Take the thing that you think you can't accept and you can also come in more to your inner circle, you you know, that being you, yourself, and, you know, your your immediate family. Bring that in. Maybe there's something there you can't accept. Maybe your, your, your partner did something to you in the past, or maybe just recently, that you cannot accept. You don't, you could never accept this thing that was done to you. Find that, that thing, uh, you know, write, and write it down. Like I was saying, look at those things you can't accept, but find... Find the one that you think is just insurmountable because this is the one that we're, that's closest to us and it may or may not be the one we know the most about. This you will have to you know, discern for yourself. If you think it's too close to you and too difficult for you to tackle, then take a smaller, you know, instead of climbing the mountain, maybe just go up a few flights of stairs. You know? So if you think that that I'm putting you know, too much pressure on you with that idea, try to think of something smaller. Start small. Start very small with something you can't accept. Like maybe you can't accept the fact that uh, they've changed the top on your favorite soda can. <laughs> Take something like that. If, if, something, if, if, if the other things seem too, um, too insurmountable, too difficult... Because we can start small. It just depends on, on where you're at and, and what you want to take a stab at. But once again, working on acceptance. And that's what we're going to do this week. Find that thing that we can't accept within ourselves, with you know, outside of us, our job, whatever. Uh, bring it onto the table. 
And also, let's also make that list of things we can accept and why. That's real important. Then we'll we'll start to work through um, who, what, where, when, and why with acceptance as a group. Once again, you can post comments. I can't always get to the emails and the comments because um, you know some of you know I I work a, a full time job and and I'm um, I'm pretty busy with it right now. But of course, this is my labor of love. Uh, I'm here for you um, as best as I as best I can under the circumstances. So acceptance. Let's take a look at that this week. And I will come back and we'll talk about it again next Friday. Uh, We'll start to examine it a little bit more. And then just to give you a jump, we're going to work with forgiveness because acceptance, non-acceptance and forgiveness, two peas in a pod. They work really, really, really well together like peas and carrots. (laughs) Okay. So once again, thanks for listening. Uh, Write Robert at aquietmind.com with any comments that you have. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of A Quiet Mind, that would be wonderful. Please write me there, Robert at A Quiet Mind. And as always, if this podcast has helped you or helped a loved one in any way, and you would like to contribute, become a part of A Quiet Mind, help us with some of those uh, um, you know, costs that we have, etc., there is a donate button, and it's at aquietmind.com on the front page on the right-hand side, and we really do appreciate for those of you that gave over the last couple of months, it's made a really big difference in being able to cover the bandwidth cost. Thank you all very much, and thank you for listening. Just wanted to mention one more thing really quickly. If anyone is interested in sitting with me once a week, I was considering doing Thursday evenings. Of course, I'm on the West Coast at, uh, you know, approximately... Nine ten o'clock, my time. And uh, if any of you are interested, please check out Skype. That's S K Y P E. This is um, a, a application that we can use to be able to uh, communicate with each other free online. And we also, if you have a webcam, you can see me and I can see you. And I thought we'd just sit together for, you know, a half hour, maybe an hour, just depending upon how we all feel about that. If you're interested in this please drop me a line at robert at com, and just say, yeah, I'm interested in sitting once a week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.